0: You found it, the home of red-blooded American patriots. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now.
1: Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 123, The Government is Tracking Our Kids. It's the name of the episode. Last week, I had Tanya Joy on the show, and uh, Tanya is a fellow vlogger, podcaster, this week, I have Amber May, also a podcaster and vlogger, and uh, proud to say that Amber and I both call Frank's speech home. So um, I've been on her show, and I uh, returned the favor, and I'd, I'd like to introduce you to her if uh, you haven't, haven't seen her as of yet. Now, she just came off a full week of talking about uh, trafficking, child trafficking, sex trafficking, and... Um, that leads right into this show, obviously, with the trafficking trafficking theme. And uh, as you may know, if you've seen me before, I am a Charter Media member for Voices Against Trafficking, and that's an organization, it's a uh, nonprofit organization that um, that educates people about trafficking and uh, tries to help victims. So. Uh honor to be part of that. It's an honor to be doing the show, and it's an honor to have Amber May on as well. If you are joining me for the first time and you found me through the documentary Breaking the Oath, first of all, thank you for watching that. And there's other documentaries that are in uh, in the works, and I'll talk about those a little bit later at the end of the show. But uh, we got some good stuff coming your way, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep exposing uh, what's going on in our country, and and um, we're gonna fight for the freedom and liberty that we all deserve as individuals and uh, our God-given rights as well. So that said, I'm going to go ahead and get into the interview right away. It's a it's a full interview. It uh, takes up probably, I don't know, 50 minutes, I think, of the show. So uh, I will take a break in the middle of it and uh, show you the rest of it after that, and then be back for some closing thoughts. Yes. I'd like to welcome to the Patriot Review a very, very special guest who was kind enough to have me on her show the other day. Ms. Amber May from the Amber May Show. Welcome to the Patriot Review.
0: So excited to be here. Really <laughs> look forward to having the show with you today.
1: Well, what the audience doesn't know is that we've already been yapping for, I don't know, what, um, quite a while, 15 minutes at least. And we finally got around to, to starting the interview because yes. we're both we're both talkers, I guess. So
0: We're going to get the good stuff <laughs> in and we'll be like, oh, we're going to do a show. Darn it.
1: Yeah, right. That's right. We gotta yeah. do that. Now your show has is also on Frank Speech, which mm-hmm. is Mike Lindell's channel. If people don't know, Frankspeech.com. Uh you do a um, a lot of uh the not the same topics, similar topics, sometimes the same topics, but it's it's interesting in talking with each other and the different content providers who so everybody kind of approaches everything a little bit differently. Right. And um so if I, I know you have a good following, but if anybody who hasn't is watching who hasn't heard of you i'd love for you just to give a little bit of an introduction you know who you are how you got here you know why you're why you're making this your mission i'd
0: appreciate that you know you said something on my show and it is so true for me god is doing something in our country and i know things don't look great it doesn't look great But I would hope that there would be podcasters like yourself, like myself, to give hope to the people around the world. And that's maybe why he's called each and every one of us. So I've always had a passion for broadcasting since I was three or four years old. I knew that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I used to have a tape recorder with a microphone attached to it, and I would make radio shows. And I loved making radio shows. And I always had a radio in my hand, Um and I'd I'd have a mic close by, and I'd either sing or I'd do a radio show. Uh, and so I always had a passion. So when I got to be in high school, there was a man from my church and said, Amber, I have a, a public access channel, and I would love you to do a show. Would you like to do a talk show or any kind of show? Uh, and, and you get free reign of creativity. I'm like, well, hello, yeah, of course I would want to do it. And that's where the Amber May Show came up. Um, Back then, I was, like, really infatuated with Hollywood, and I know you had to have, like, an alias name, and I'm like, well, what would be my name? Uh, So I just came up with Amber May, and it's easy to say, easy to remember, and so my name, the name of my show is The Amber May Show, and I found some of my friends, and they were, like, the crew for the show, and it was just so much fun. I'd have to find guests all the time and that's where my love for the sh- that's where the show got invented that's you know i got to actually do broadcast right well from that moment i'm like i'm a teenager and i need a job i'm going to that's when we had the white pages i'm going to go and call every television station in my area and see if they're hiring and i could get a job cuz if i already knew the career i wanted why would i just go to a stupid job like a regular teenage job right mm-hmm. So I called all the stations. They all gave me the same answer. Now, they probably thought I wanted an internship because when you go to broadcasting school, it's required that you have an internship. So they Mm -hmm. were probably thinking I was needing an internship. And I wasn't understanding that that's probably what they were thinking when I was asking for a job. They all said, well, we only hire Arizona State University students. So uh, every one of them said that. We, We hire Arizona State University students. So I already knew. Where I was going to go to college, that was like <laughs> Arizona State. All the there all the go. TV Fun stations travel. said that's where they're going to go. That's where I'm going to go. And God is so amazing because the internship. You want to know where I interned at? Where? Fox Ten. Do you know who came from Fox Ten?
1: I don't. I do not know. There's
0: a lady called Carrie Lake. Have you ever heard of her?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. She I didn't, interned I didn't at Fox, with Fox Ten, but I knew she yes. had that background.
0: Yep. She was the night anchor the Monday through Friday evening anchor at Fox 10. And that's where I interned. God is so amazing with where he puts (laughs) you and connects you. Would she, if you walked up to her and say, do you remember Amber May interning at uh, Fox 10? She would obviously say no, because they had hundreds, if not thousands of internet, you know, go through there. However, however, God is amazing, right? I've, I've encountered her several times during her campaign. My friends were in her campaign. Um my one friend was campaigning with her in because he was running for office and they were campaigning together. And oh. then some of my other friends worked inside her campaign. Cool. And so we talked a few different times, you know, on the campaign trail. She's a busy woman. She's been on my show. And uh, God's going to do something I don't know what because I've never been moved So much in my life For governor than when she was running I finally had hope for our state When I was interviewing her I was literally starting to cry
1: yeah, right. Because
0: uh, I believed in her so much And I think she could have been a very Powerful governor and I don't know That God's done with her yet I don't know what God's going to do with Arizona I really don't but um I don't take any of this as a coincidence. So I intern at Fox 10 and I, I was networking my entire college career. I was going to land a job broadcasting come hell or high water. Okay. I worked, I got to know all, all kinds of people in the Phoenix area in the industry. And then I said to God, okay, I'm graduating. I said to God, God, close every door. You want me to you don't want me to have and just open the one door you want me to go into because I wanted to work in the best place that God has for me. And he literally closed every single door. I'm just like, because I, I interned twice at Fox and they remembered me, which I thought was great. I thought, wow, oh I'm God. a shoe in for Fox because I interned and then the whole year went and I did a summer internship again. And they all remembered me. And they were all so glad I was back. And I'm like, this is awesome. I'm going to work at Fox 10. But I also had like the radio stations and the other television stations. So it wasn't like I put all my eggs in that basket. Right. And nobody's calling me back for a second interview. And I randomly, I, I don't know how this happened, but I found this station, an AM station, and I applied for a job. And when I tried to retrace my steps to find that station again, I couldn't, i, I it was an AM station I never listened to before, mm-hmm. but it was the perfect place for me, perfect place for me. And so they call me and they're like, oh, we'd love to schedule an interview with you. I'm like, great. I'll be right there and do the interview. They call back. They're like, you're too qualified for a position. I said, no, no, no. I just graduated college. There's no way I'm too qualified. But I convinced them to hire me and they hired me. And I, when I was done with the interview the first time, because this is the second they call me, but bef- before they called me and said I was too qualified for the job, <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I'm not too qualified. This is my job. Uh, They did hire me, by the way. Um, I said to God, God, if this is where you want me to work at, please just, like, give me a sign of some kind. And this has never happened to me ever, Jeff, ever. I'm pulling into my garage. I was on an FM station. My station changed by itself to an AM station, not just any AM station, (laughs) AM station I was going to work at.
1: That's awesome. That's a pretty clear sign.
0: Yeah, it's very clear. <laughs> so I worked there for several years um, when the when the program director was out of town. He put me in charge. I had the Amber May Show came back, you know, I was on air, literally in a huge market. And, Jeff, I don't know if you know this about broadcasting, but it's not typical for a, a freshly graduated college person to get into a big market like Phoenix. It's not – usually you go to a podunk little town. Mm-hmm. At Fox mm-hmm. 10, the, in, the the people who had just got hired as reporters on Fox spent time in the podunk towns well, on sure. the tiny little stations in the podunk towns that you don't listen to mm-hmm. to get their feet wet to learn things. And then you go to the big market. I got into the big market right after college.
1: That's great. That's great. So
0: great. So what? So from, from there, I had children quit my job, and then God called me back into the state doing <laughs> broadcasting. and I'm like, God. You do know I haven't broadcast in nine years. Who's going to listen to me? I have no audience. Because, you know, when you're on the radio, you have a built-in audience. When you're doing podcasts and you know this, you have to grow your audience.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, you have a cap- more captive audience than radio for sure. Now, you were, if I remember you are telling the story correctly, you were in, in uh, sitting in church when you decided that you were going to Come back into the the broadcasting realm again, right?
0: Yeah, my dad, what I didn't know was my dad was preaching his last sermon. And my dad said the line, he was talking about David and Goliath. And he was like, use the tool God puts in your hand. And for David, it was the the slingshot. And in that moment, God said, pick up your mic. That's awesome. And I'm having this conversation (laughs) with God at church. Like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, what? What? Yeah, you...
1: right. and, no, and like, I don't know. You're, you're mistaken.
0: And so, and so then he won. He won the conversation, and I'm glad he did because I wouldn't have known you, Jeff. And you've that's been connected high. with all kinds of people that you never probably imagined in your life.
1: Oh yeah, I and even... that's
0: happened to me too.
1: Yeah, I can't even begin to. I can't even begin to tell you how many times I've I've thought of that. How you know i, I it, what i find interesting is when you get into something because it's really what you want to do because you feel it's really the, the thing you have to do and you're passionate about it you don't even think about those things and then the next the next thing you know it's just happening <laughs> and um you know i like you i mean i didn't i didn't get into this because i thought there was a lot of money to be made i mean i got into this because you know i was um I had just been, I had just reached a point where I was fed up and I needed to, I needed to do it for my own therapy, right? I needed to do it so that I could speak out and feel, feel better about, about just having the ability to do that and trying to make an impact, you know, mm-hmm. fully realizing that there's a whole bunch of people that are never going to change their mind. So it's not about right. changing minds so much as it is about changing hearts or changing, you know, people's, uh, People kind of have lost touch with their souls, I think. And the more we can do to to help them reconnect at that level. I mean, um, I was talking to someone the other day about Trump, you know, and, and uh, I put out a, a new shirt that says, you know, have uh, trust in Trump, have faith in Jesus. I mean, we have, we have uh, President Trump who everybody just thinks is going to come in and he's going to make everything all better again. And he's a human. He's you know, I mean so to me it's evolving even as the journey goes. When I, I'm i I'm becoming much more uh well, for example, three, four years ago I would have on occasion would have described myself as a Republican, but now I'm to the point where uh no, I'm an America first constitutional conservative. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not a Republican. There I you know, I fully the, the veil's been lifted, I fully see the Uniparty party for what it oh, is yeah. and it's on both sides of the aisle and mm-hmm. there are a few brave people but you know those people usually end up losing they have in the past or some of them even dying um you know but it's the right thing to do is to, is mm-hmm. to do this and I know you feel the same way because we've talked about this before but you're you and I, we, we take on very serious topics. And one of those topics we were talking about before coming on was the topic of child trafficking and, and sex trafficking in, in general and and uh, CPS's role in that. And you, you were mentioning to me that you have a whole week coming up that you're dedicating to this topic. You want to talk about that a little bit?
0: Sure. And by the time this airs, or by the time you're listening to it, it might have already passed. So I don't know. But in the time frame we're in right now, right, <laughs> uh, right. it's going to be next week. Um, so that might be months for you, but it is, it's a whole week. And I didn't plan that. I did, it wasn't like, oh, this week's going to be child trafficking week. No, it didn't happen that way. I've really tried to let God run my show. And sometimes it's hard because then your know, pride comes in or you know, whatever. But I've really tried hard to let God run my show. When I don't get certain guests on my show, I just remind myself it's not God's timing for that person to come on my show. And perhaps that person will never come on my show. Perhaps my message or the message that God wants me to portray doesn't line up with that person. And then I let it go. But God has put a whole bunch of amazing people, including yourself, onto my show. And um, so it just so happened, because it wasn't my doing, so I say it just so happened, you look back and you're like, oh, that's a God thing. So um, I was contacted by a couple who wanted to share their story about their kids getting legally kidnapped by CPS. And I said, absolutely, I I will love to tell your story. I, I want my platform to be a place where people can share their stories. We've had a lot of people talk about COVID and they shared their stories. We've had election things done on, and we let people t- share their stories. So, I want a place where people can hear stories because stories, if you're if you're in the selling world, if you if you sell a product, stories sell. You know, stories mm-hmm. sell your product. Uh, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying it really drives home the messaging, because people can relate to a story. They can relate to the heartache. They can they can relate to um, the disappointment. And then they cheer for you when you're an overcomer. And what my show, what I want my show to be is a show about a lot of overcoming. Um, I want my show to be a show where it gives you hope when you're not in a in a place of hope. So I am so blessed that the families that are coming on my show next week they they've got their kids legally kidnapped. They they just like President Trump. OK, mm-hmm. he's a president. He has deeper pockets than you and I. And it has been proven that they falsified documents against him and they have taken him falsely to court. All right. Hillary Clinton paid for this steel dossier to say mm-hmm. Russia collusion. Mm hmm this is happening to everyday people on a regular basis through CPS
1: yeah who who have much less power and and can't hire the expensive attorneys that someone like President Trump can and
0: and don't they, have the notoriety everybody knows a president nobody well, knows Sally and Joe down the road
1: right and that's and they so don't care about, about Sally
0: and Joe down the road
1: and that's what but that's what's so powerful about the stories of what you know I guess I don't mean any insult by this but the common, the common man, the common people, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because every, people can identify more with those people. And mm-hmm. and I, I really like that format. I like that idea. And um I know that, you know, you're you're passionate about everything that you do. And that's part of what makes you successful personally, I think. I can tell that you know listen to some of your shows and you're just you're passionate about it. And you, you believe in making a positive impact on the world at a very difficult time which is really good because you know i find myself doing the same thing where you talk about a lot of things that are just really really negative so it would be Mm -hmm. nice to get a little more of the positive in it even though you're telling some of these serious stories so Mm -hmm. i really appreciate that i appreciate you being kind about uh about having me on your show and and, uh, about meeting me i feel the same way it's it's a blessing to meet fellow fighters that mm-hmm. really get it that understand that you know the uh that this stuff is real and if we don't fight for it we lose it now i was mm-hmm. was driving my daughter to uh summer school today they offer Phi Ed in the summer so you don't have to take it in the in the school year here oh good and uh in the land of ice and snow and uh <laughs> as led zeppelin would say yeah and uh, so so I'm taking her to school and I, and I talk to her about some things that are going on and she, and she seems really kind of eh, whatever, you know? And I'm like, Oh, what do you think about that? Oh, I don't know. It's not going to happen anyway. And I'm like, okay, that's precisely the problem with, you know, the youth I don't expect because when you're 15, the last thing you care about really is politics, but the adults who are still in that mode you know, they need to wake up because the things that we're saying, what was a conspiracy two months ago, I always say is now it takes, what's the difference between conspiracy and fact, about two months, right?
0: Oh, I was going to say six. Okay, two months, <laughs> yeah. I'll <deal> with that. <laughs>
1: six months, some cases, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, your example of, of, of President Trump and Hillary Clinton, uh, let's not forget the 33,000 deleted emails and the server that was illegal, or the uranium sale to our enemy, or the... Uh, embassy and the what? What difference does it make? Ah, uh, uh, yes. Or you know, Obama in the, on that very same uh, the morning after that embassy attack, when they when they mm-hmm. when they pulled our ambassador through the streets and drug him and sodomized him with a broom, and you know, what did he do? He got on a plane to campaign campaign uh, the next morning in Vegas. Never never came on and said anything about it until later. You know, and, yep. and they show their disdain for this country, and they get mm-hmm. away with everything because of who they are and which party they're in. And, you know, we have Joe Biden, who is the VP, who doesn't have the the Presidential Records Act protections. President, he can declassify anything he wants. Yes. And And, you know, they try to talk about, look at all these boxes. And, of course, it comes out that it was a, really the amount that they actually have is about two reams of paper that they're actually going after him on. And they they talked. And about Hillary the,
0: Clinton wasn't a a president or vice president, and she correct. had it on her home server,
1: right. classified
0: documents, and they right. didn't go after her.
1: Right. And and so Biden my, wasn't either. Biden was no. a VP or a senator. He even right. as a senator, which is even more difficult for him to get. Somehow he got it, and he got Bill Clinton's um, cabinet uh, guy, who I don't remember his name, but stuffing stuffing uh, top secret papers down his pants from the. The national archives who got a slap on the wrist you know and, and here they are i mean it's so transparent you know and um it, it's uh it's 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 just something that our shows you know really i think are beneficial because the mainstream media certainly isn't going to cover anything truthfully yeah. and um, i
0: mean have you ever heard of child trafficking through cps on mainstream tv on a regular basis
1: no no Neither have
0: I you yes. might get a glimpse once in a while maybe maybe but really you don't hear about it right and my point in telling you about Donald Trump was when i when when you hear these stories and and middle america hears that cps falsified records to take these kids away from their parents middle america is going to have a really hard time swallowing that pill they're going to be like no that's not true it's america we don't do that i just showed you an example where they did it to a president and he was a president and you're a nobody or a nothing to these right. people. And he was a president and they did it too. Well, so if they could just... do it to a president,
1: right.
0: what do you think they could do to you?
1: Well, you know, I think, I think Everything. the uh, the immediate reaction there is going to be, well, excuse me, you're talking about children, right? So, I mean, mm-hmm. president Trump's not a child, although some people would say he acts like it because they hate him.
0: No, I'm but... talking about how they're going to falsify information right. about the parents
1: Right. And but middle America is
0: going to say like, oh, that doesn't happen. That can't happen. They don't do that. Yes, they do. Right. And I but, wanted to show a very profound example of that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely right. What I was getting at, though, is that uh, let's connect the dots. These are people who who don't care about your children so much mm-hmm. that they're going to inject them with something that is very likely going to kill them. Or at the very least, take years and years off their lives. And something that they don't even need. This this COVID jab, these kids, these kids don't need it. They you know, it's it was proven during the, the worst part of the whole pandemic, the whole pandemic, that these kids don't need it. So so yeah, so so good point. I mean they're they're willing to do whatever it takes and it's it's satanic. I mean, there's so much of this it is, really is is just evil and um evil for Can evil's you... sake.
0: When you watch the movie, and I hope everyone will watch this, it's a documentary on Netflix, and I was, I needed to pull up the name because I, I always, as soon as I want to say it, I forget it, and it's silly. It says, Take Care of Maya. It's a Netflix documentary. Take Care of Maya. Everybody needs to watch this film. Take Care of Maya is on Netflix. The physician that was called into that case, because um, at the hospitals, when there's abuse, there's going to be a physician that, supposedly can qualify if it's abuse or not. And they'll call in a special CPS forensic type doctor, whatever. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: She wrecks so many, so many lives. But when you see her and you see the caseworker, someone else said this. I did not say it, but I was thinking it. Someone else said, whoa, that lady looked very evil. (laughs) I'm like, I thought the same thing. These two women looked very evil. Like I can't prove this to be true. But it wouldn't surprise me, based on what we know about the Luciferian agenda and stuff, mm-hmm. if within the Luciferian world, they they put these people into positions. or Or, I don't know, maybe they don't have to be in the Luciferian world, but maybe they're in the New World Order. All I know is that it's strategic. All I know oh, is absolutely. it's not random. It happens from California to New York there was a senator nancy schaefer and I, I many many people believe she was murdered over her report she
1: was yeah i had featured her on an episode and she had given a uh, a lecture and uh, died shortly thereafter with her evidence that she had compiled yeah yeah people need to go you can still find that out on youtube i had it i i did uh i showed the whole thing and uh an episode. Maybe if you
0: can remember to put the link in the description below for that show, I'll and people could go yeah. watch it. Yeah, I'll
1: do that.
0: So that's a documentary that came out about child trafficking and through CPS. And one of the one of the families in that film, at the very end, is a is a family that I interviewed too. So I interviewed a couple families about this. And and then what's coming out? I don't see this as a coincidence. I really don't. Sound of Freedom they've had so much trouble trying to get that movie and Jim Caviezel stars in that movie. They've had so much trouble getting out, getting that film out. And anyone in Hollywood who's ever tried to blow the lid on the trafficking and the Luciferian agenda that's happening in Hollywood end up murdered. Yeah. Suicided.
1: Right. Any film
0: they kill any, any time they speak out, they get suicided and this movie is coming out the week of the 4th of July week. I want every single one of your viewers to go to the Sound of Freedom. I think it's soundoffreedom.com. You can definitely find it on Facebook if you do Sound of Freedom.
1: Will, I'll get the link.
0: Go Sound of Freedom, buy a ticket. I don't care if you don't watch the film. I want you to watch the film because you really middle America needs to know what's really happening around the world, around in our country, in our country. If you think that child trafficking happens outside of our country and we're an island in a, of ourselves you're 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 highly wrong. Go get this mm-hmm. ticket. You're going to be educated on what a life of a former federal agent went through. Um and you might cry. I don't know, I haven't seen the film yet. I'm going to see it. I got my tickets. You need to see both these films and you're a filmmaker yourself and what's so powerful about films is Maybe I can't reach people through my show the way you can reach them as a as a filmmaker, as a storyteller. Sometimes it's not it doesn't get to the people's hearts just by me interviewing someone. Right. When they watch the movie of what this person went through, like when he when you watch Take Care of Maya, if it doesn't jerk your tears, I don't know what will. And I and don't say I don't want to see it because it's sad. You need to see it because it's happening to people all over the United States and people sometimes aren't getting their kids back. The two families I interviewed, they had a quasi happy ending to their story. They got their kids back, but at what cost? It destroyed them financially. They're all traumatic. They have all this traumatic injury that they have to deal with. One of the kids was an autist, was an autistic. Then, against the parents' wishes, they vaccinated the child. Now he's full-blown autistic. And if you don't believe in the autism thing with the vaccines, go to my website. Go to the resource page, theammermayshow.com. Go to the resource page. Go to my uh, vaccine page on there. Look for yourself. Go to that page, and also you can see the child trafficking stuff that I put up. Go to my resource tab. Please look. Please spend some time to educate yourself on what's out there. All, everything I have is open source. So I, I don't have anything like special inside knowledge. It's stuff you could get yourself, but I compiled it in one spot. Right. So two places I want you to go on my website, theambermayshow.com, the resource tab. Go look at the child trafficking tab and the, the childhood vaccine tab. And that's your homework assignment <laughs> on top of buying the tickets to the movie, on top of watching the Netflix film.
1: I should put direct links in too for people. Yeah, you know, I think people have a tendency to want to avoid the sad stuff, right? But you know, I was I think I, I told you on your show that I was it was in corporate America for 30 years and I did mm-hmm. safety and environmental regulatory compliance stuff. And one thing that always frustrated me in the safety field was that if you as a company are aware that there's potential dangers and you even walk by people as they do something that's not safe and putting themselves or others at risk if you don't say anything you're complicit in it you are you are allowing that to happen and i kind of feel the same way about all these things that are happening in america yes it's depressing yes it's it's infuriating yes it's you know it's it's shocking but who's going to do anything about it if you're not? Who's going to do anything about it or say anything about it if you don't? Mm-hmm. Right. In, in in too many people, they just kind of want to say, ah, my life's too short. I want to just have fun. I'm not going to pay attention to anything serious. You know, and they don't realize that what they're doing is they're sentencing everybody that comes after them to absolute tyranny and, and absolute control we look at the, the the whole fed coin thing which is supposed to come out mid-july and then at september 24th the un plan is supposed to go in place where they control every cent that you can spend or can't or won't be able to spend they don't like the fact that you voted for president trump they just might not let you buy groceries <laughs> you know and it's gonna get that bad and that and and um you know so i'm there with you and and uh i can feel your passion when you say you know that yeah it it may might make you cry but you need to you need to see this you need to participate in what's going on in order to help change it for your kids or your friends kids or grandkids or whatever it may be
0: slight to come upon it was affected. Her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our, our minds and I guess our physical bodies were just unbelief. We uh, we took her Bipap off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that
1: We're about news, commentary, conversations, truth, liberty, and God. We stand for American values and our flag. We believe that the Constitution is a document that fortifies rights already given to us by our Creator. We will not apologize for our love of God and country, ever. We are right, America is. Media. Coming to you from the land of common sense... An
0: American pride, not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. So I'm a very empathetic person. (laughs) Maybe sometimes it's not good, but I put myself in that parent's shoes. Okay, right. let's say I'm that parent and now I don't have my child anymore. I would want everyone I would want everyone to rally around me to get my kid back. Wouldn't you?
1: Right. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Wouldn't more you? help I could get.
0: Shouldn't we do that for the other parents that right. are are heartbroken because their kids are gone and they can't tuck them into bed?
1: Right. Absolutely we should We, we should need
0: be. to rally around each other and support each other because all they've ever wanted us to do is divide us, and they've used every tactic out there very successfully to divide us, and you hit on it in the very beginning. It was a uniparty. The Republican-Democrat party is gone. It's a uniparty. There might be some of us in those parties that are great people and believe in the platform, but if you think overall on the corporate level, it's gone.
1: Right. It's a
0: facade. It's it's gone on the
1: political level, too, right? Yeah, well... You know, I mean, you look, at a, you look at all the unconstitutional things and it doesn't matter which party did something un- unconstitutional because the other party's always there to allow it. You know, That's it's, right. It's just craziness what's going on. And, Remember
0: uh, when we had Bush as president and mm-hmm. we had a Republican House and a Republican Senate and we could have banned abortions? Did we?
1: Oh, of no. course not. And that's no. part that's part of the reason why they hate Trump is because he's doing stuff that really the people really want him to do, and you know he's a he's a threat to the Uniparty, and there's no mm-hmm. doubt about that, uh, in my opinion anyway. So, mm-hmm. so so okay. So we talked about trafficking. We talked about you know how your your show works and the concept behind your show. What do you want to do from here? What is what's in your mind to uh, to be the next step, to be as effective as you can be in this work. Really, this work is God's work. So what what does that look like to you? Have you thought about that?
0: Oh, I have. I have. I want people to be attentive to what God is doing around you, and it's very subtle sometimes. So, for example, um, I would meet parents this whole last year, I And they would start telling me their CPS stories. Yes, they got their kids back. And it's it's just people in my everyday life that I've come across. And I'm like, that's weird. Because all these years I've been alive. All these years I've had friendships. All these years I've met people. And this has not been a reoccurring thing that I've ever heard. So I'm like, God, what do you want me to do? So I got with my state lawmaker and we wrote a bill together. The bill is just enforcing our constitutional rights because our constitutional rights are being violated in the court system. We are supposed to be tried by a jury. And oftentimes we are denied the right to be tried by a jury, even though it's in the Constitution. My bill was only saying in family courts, if your kid was going to be removed from the home, you were going to get a trial by jury. That's what my bill said. And I wanna get my bill into every state in America. It's time for state lawmakers to work together. Yes, we have Congress. I don't give a rip. I do not give a rip. I want state lawmakers to partner together to make this country great. But how do we do that? Well, it takes us knowing each other, regular people, And having, and then saying, Oh, I'll send it to my state legislator. I'll send it to my state legislator. This is how we make a change. So if anybody knows a state legislator or is willing to contact your state legislator and send them my bill, I'll send you two bills. I'll send you one from Arizona. I'll send you one from Texas. In Texas a few years back, and the only reason why I got my hands on this bill is because I met a woman in Texas who was on my show who had CPS thing. She did a legislative hearing telling her story so that they could get this bill passed. So she has a relationship with state lawmakers in Texas. She told me that there is that law that now they have to have a second opinion if they're in a medical, like if if they're in the hospital on this and they're being accused of abuse, they have to have a second medical opinion. Now, this is state law now. So I said, can you get me in t- contact with your state lawmaker? They did. I contacted the state lawmaker. I said, can I have this bill, please? So I got the bill. I called my state lawmaker. I said, not only are we rerunning our bill because it failed from a fellow Republican, I said, can you run this bill too? And so we're gonna run- he's going to look at it. He hasn't promised anything. He's going to look at the bill. But I'm pretty usually like we have such a good working relationship that usually I say, Would you do it? He does. So I'm not too concerned. We probably will run the bill, both bills. Then I said to him, I found out from a doctor that ivermectin's over the counter in Tennessee. I said, Can you run that bill too? Right. <laughs> I, yeah. He's like, It's not like I don't have anything to do, Amber. I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I'm just going to keep you busy. See, yeah, right. this, is, this is how what'd, we can make a get, change.
1: What'd you get elected for?
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) he just we have this great joking relationship you know (laughs) so he's like thanks because i didn't have anything to do i'm so glad you gave me a call and i'm like you're welcome you're welcome (laughs) like we just have a great joking relationship and i'm so blessed like that god gave me him as my state lawmaker i don't know how many people can say that but i am so blessed he's my state lawmaker because he is a good godly man who loves his country and he's doing everything he can in the corrupt system that he has to work in to do the best he can in his ability. And I have gotten the pleasure to get to know him. And I reached out to him during COVID and we've just had a good working relationship. And now I'm a precinct committeeman. So I get to vote on how the Republican party works in the Maricopa County area. And then we send delegates to the state state, and then the state sends delegates to the national. So I have a small piece of the party where I have a little say in how the party runs. So um, my, my point in all that is I'm a nobody and a nothing really in the grand scheme of the who's who of the world. And yet I listen, I, I just trying to be very sensitive to what is God doing? And if he's bringing things into your mindset, um, bringing people around you and the problems that consistent God's asking you to do something about the problem it doesn't have to be as big as writing a bill but what if you did right what if you contact your state lawmaker and you wrote a bill together right. why not right yeah. why not? isn't that what they're there for for us to tell them the the bills we want ran and then they create the bills do you I have... mean what could, could you imagine how you would feel right now if you said like Oh, I wrote that bill. I mean, yeah, that'd be great. And you did it for the greater good. You did it. You did it because it was a constitutional thing, and you're doing it because it's good and it protects people.
1: Right. So, do you have a way to people can contact you to, you know, to make sure that you're covering all 50 states?
0: If you go to theambermayshow.com, click the contact button, send me a, an email that you want to help me further my bill. I'll be glad. I would be glad um, to send it to you. So I've sent it to a few states, but what if those lawmakers aren't receptive to the ones that I have reached out to? So I'm okay with doubling on those states. So I've Great. sent it All to right. Texas. I've sent it to Missouri. I've sent it to Nebraska. And and if you say, Oh, I I, send, I know someone there, but you've already sent it. Don't worry about it. No, 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 no. Contact me. Because what if those state lawmakers aren't, aren't going to do anything about it, but yours would, I All want, right. I want these two bills in all 50 states of the United States so this is local action creating national impact I was a little tiny person contacting my state legislator to do something to protect families to protect our constitution protect our rights that are being violated all my bill is is backing up the rights of the constitution your rights that are being violated right They they perpetrate our rights being violated on a regular basis and they don't give a rip well, let's make them give a rip.
1: Right. There's got to be something, something we can do there. You know, there's plenty of um, people you see where they do these automated, automated messages, right, to to whoever is in your district, who your representative is, that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, it sure would be nice to to have something like that available to say, okay, well, this is I want to send this bill. Here's my representative. I can put my own letter in front of it you know, something like that. That'd be awesome. I would definitely send it to uh, Wisconsin if you want to.
0: Okay, uh, I'll send it to you and you can send out. it to Wisconsin. It's, this is just, find out what your talents are, is That's what good, I want you it? to boil down to. Listen to what God is asking you to do because um, in the Bible, they were regular people that did extraordinary things because God's hand was on it and God, God needs us to do stuff, right? I mean, could he just snap his fingers and it gets done absolutely but if you look in the bible he uses people to get stuff done just well, be you know, just yeah. be like listening to what he's leading you to do and don't say no that's my point
1: i i think you know that the, the the that's a point that i make uh similarly similarly and that is that if you follow your passions and your abilities you know uh go after things that, that you're interested in, but, but also, you know, that you are are passionate about. And so, so it will naturally keep you going and your talents, if they lie in, you know, video editing, then produce some documentaries or produce, you know, that's, that's what I just picked up. Right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not uh, educated in it or anything else, but I just, I decided to do it because it was something I thought that was important and, and, you you know you have your broadcasting background and your talents that you're using and and other people have other talents they can maybe if you're a marketing person you know you can help people like us <laughs> you know i mean uh, people that get get the messages out and people that are are doing so you know uh, stuff you believe in so like you said you follow you follow where god is leading you and um, you use your abilities to do that and you're on your way and before you know it you're making an impact so you know i also encourage people to do that and i think that you you hit that right on the head and and um i mean there are so many things that need to be done and i would just say this that uh we have discussions all the time about the prophecy and people are saying things are so bleak and is it the end times and you know i would just remind people uh, again because i have in the past but we have free will. And really, the amount of evil that God will let into the world is the amount you tolerate. And mm-hmm. we can we can change these things and we can correct these things. And he wants us to do that. Um, what he would be disappointed in and allow us to go down the drain is if we don't. And uh, so I, I'm not a believer that, hey, you know, this is all set in stone. This is the way it has to be no matter what we do. Going to be this way I don't believe I'm glad
0: that. you said That can I can I piggyback yeah. on that Yeah because some people are an absolutist that it's the end-all be-all We are going to get the CBDC There's nothing we can do about it Just because it started Doesn't mean it's going to be successful Just because It's starting in July Doesn't mean that it won't fail Did COVID start Yeah but did it fail Yeah just because We have election fraud doesn't mean it's always going to be this way, you know. Is is it hard to go against the machine? It's so hard to go against the machine. But can we win? Yes, we can mm-hmm. win. And I love that. I love what you said. I think that is spot on.
1: Well, it doesn't happen very often, but I appreciate the compliment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keep on being my friend, Phil. <laughs> I'll, I'll have so many, so many compliments coming your way. I I just I love to lift people up. I get so much joy out of it. I can't help but compliment people like crazy. So if if you want know. to feel good about yourself later hey, I'll me. give
1: you a call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're absolutely right. And people need to remember that. You know, I mean it's it's something that you can make a difference and together we can make more of a difference. And those also it might sound cliche or whatever, but it's it's the truth. I mean it's mm-hmm. it's the truth and it's it's what it's what the American Reich dog fire january 6th was all about it was all about creating fear destroying will to stand up and it was all a lie and a fabrication and uh you know my my personal i'll know with that i know that we have arrived and done enough when liz cheney's in jail that's that's uh that's uh that's something i'd like to see and um all these other people you know, who are suffering and away from their families and away from their children. And uh, all they did was show up at the Capitol. You know, many of them didn't even go in and it's destroyed their lives. And these politicians, I mean, how, how evil can you be? I mean, th- these people are just flat out evil and we keep coming we keep coming back to that. But, I mean, don't you think that when you look around today, don't you see more evil than you've ever seen in your life?
0: And I think it's because the matrix's been lifted, the veil's been lifted from our eyes. It, before we could just be on the hamster wheel, just so busy with our lives that we can't, we wouldn't look up to right. see what's going on around us. I mean, I'm so guilty of that. Sometimes I don't even phone a friend and say, "Hey, how are you doing?" Because I'm just so wrapped up with my own life. Right. Um, I think we need to just be better neighbors, better friends, and realize okay, yes, our life is so busy. It really is. But we can also take a step, a second to to look up past our own self and be like, huh, I haven't talked to Sally in a while. I need to find out how Sally's doing. And I bet Sally would really appreciate finding out, having you find out how she's doing. We just got to be better neighbors, better friends. The Bible says love god with all your heart soul mind and love your neighbor as yourself and these are the two greatest commandments and when you do that you fulfill all the commandments because if you're trying to do good for other people then there's no way you can harm someone at least on
1: purpose well you know and then in addition to that you're also people who people do who don't have hope can find hope by helping someone else because it Mm -hmm. makes you feel it makes you feel good so If you're out there and you're watching this and you're saying okay well a lot of this is just you know it's just kind of pie in the sky and you know everything sucks and it's not going to get any better and you know my 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 answer is you're right it's not going to get any better if you don't do something about it it's not going to get any better if you don't if you don't become part of the 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 hope generation system which is which is just helping other people out so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so tell me what uh, what you wanna tell me in closing, anything, uh, as long as you don't really cuss liberally, you can you can say whatever you want.
0: Darn, I wanted to cuss uh, liberally. <laughs> I want to be a sailor, I have the mouth of a sailor. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> My the biggest takeaway that I want everyone to know is I've held what General Flynn said, local action creates national impact, and I've held it personally for me. I've tried to be very tender on what's going around, what's going on around me and how can I help? Um, will it take time? Yeah. Uh, but will it be worth it? Yeah. If I can help a family keep their, their rights preserved, is it worth it? Yeah. Um, if I can help a a kid be safe, is it worth it? Yes. Um, is it worth it to fight for our, our freedoms? Yes, it's worth it. Do I want a, a communist country? No. If I don't want a communist country, I have to do something. Find out what that something is. Make sure you're like, share, and subscribe this far and wide. I'm not saying it because I'm on it. I'm saying it because if you're not a content creator, This needs to go out far and wide so people can see what is really happening in this world and how can they do something about it. I'm very big on action steps. I don't want to just have, for lack of word, um, a crap session. I was going to use the B word and Uh, then not let you. you. Yeah, I'm glad you did. (laughs) And then leave you all frustrated like um, some of the radio stations do. I want you to have action steps so one action step like share and subscribe the second one if you know a state lawmaker get them in touch with me another action step is um go to your meetings uh go to your credit union means are you gonna support jp morgan chase when they were supporting jeffrey epstein and all the pedophiles and they knowingly did it and now they have to pay out money to jeffrey epstein's victims why would you want to pay money to someone who had no qualms about hurting children just so that they could get paid more. That's disgusting. Right. Get your yeah. money out of J.P. Morgan. Go to a credit union where you have a membership and you can vote on how your financial institution is going to work. No one thinks about that, but that's a very good good way to get your money out of the system and have a way to vote on how your money is going to be spent. That's a very simple thing. You can't go to your credit union meeting once in a while. Right. I mean.
1: Right. So tell I don't us, know, these are just tell us the, the the two movies again quickly, and then um, all of your take
0: care of Maya. That's on media. Netflix. Take care of Ni- Maya. That's on Netflix. Sound of Freedom is coming out the July fourth week. That's starring Jim Caviezel. Sound mm-hmm. of Freedom. Go get their tickets. Support the film.
1: And then uh, ambermayshow.com, Com, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the resource links we we're talking about specifically. Uh, They're the
0: child trafficking links, which you'll see when you pull down the resource tab and then there'll be a whole thing that comes down. One of them is the child trafficking uh, and then the childhood vaccines. Be educated be educated on the vaccine the whole vaccine thing because the childhood vaccines also affect us as grown-ups so be really educated on that don't just assume these regulatory agencies are looking for your best interest i have a video on that web web page from a testimony given by attorney aaron seary he was the one who was able to get the pfizer documents way before 70 years Mm -hmm. Um, So we could really find out about the COVID shot. So he came to this Arizona state legislator, gave a testimony and you need to hear what he had to say, in the videos on that page.
1: Great. All right. So thank you very much for being on the show. I'd love to have you back again, of course. And I look forward to working with you. We've got some, some things we're talking about. So folks stay tuned. We will be back and I have just really had a good time. It's, it's always a pleasure getting to meet new people and to talk to new people. And this is our really only our second conversation, but, um, uh, it's just, it's just always amazing to me that everybody has that similar story where they're called by God. And, um, you know, I think that people out there who maybe have been avoiding that, if they understand that maybe they'll, they'll answer the call. So, Uh, If you want to say anything about that quick, you can. Otherwise, it's been awesome having you on.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, Jeff. I was really looking forward to it. Thanks for letting me be on your show. I really appreciate it.
1: Anytime. Thank you so much. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. And uh, Amber and I will be working on some projects, which I will announce in the near future. The screen... Next to me here is an event that uh, actually the, the first of a series of events that I'll be holding. And for this, you need to go through the filmmaking website, AmericaFirstProductions.com. It's America, num- the number one STProductions.com. And you can sign up for this. It dates to be determined. We're working on getting uh, this, the speakers, the guests. It will be an online uh, series of events. So check that out. Uh, Also, if you are concerned about your finances and you want to find a place for gold and silver, you can go to Kirk Elliott, Ph.D., that's two L's and two T's, KirkElliottPhD.com slash ThePatriotReview. And as always, uh, thank you for watching the show. Next week, I will have uh, Mark and Terry Stamen, who actually lost their children and have not gotten them back. And it's been years, lost them through CPS, so we'll continue on this topic and uh, i look forward to seeing you next week so have a great weekend have a great fourth of july and thank you so much for watching